Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel. So very glad you are joining me on this Monday. God, September is but a dream, right? Well, Queen Elizabeth has been laid to rest. Some of you even woke up at 3 a.m. to watch that happen. We're going to talk about what all of that means. Uh, I heard a great saying this weekend, not my circus, not my monkeys. We're going to talk about that, how we all need to be saying that just a little bit more. President Biden has said something that not only is incorrect, but has pissed me off, and we're going to talk about that. But first, I want to just start with a little anecdotal story about my life as a vegan and how corporate America is responding uh, to vegans uh, and in a half-ass way, okay? And they want these mad props, and yet they're doing stuff in a half-assed way. And a lot of you may relate to this, not even if you're a vegan, but you know, just a lot of you may relate to this when it comes to corporate America. Corporate America has realized that vegans are the largest growing uh, group of people going out to eat. There hasn't been this new area of dining uh, since really fast food, uh, meaning there's a whole new, new restaurants are opening, new menus, that sort of thing. So a lot of companies uh, are offering vegetarian and vegan entrees. However, they're putting zero thought into it. Uh, and it's almost worse than, than not offering them, actually. Case in point, the Yard House. The Yard House is a chain of restaurants. They have one out here in Las Vegas. They started in Long Beach, California. Uh, you may know them, you may not. I believe they're called the Yard House because they sell a three-foot-tall beer. Uh, there could be another reason, but I believe that's the reason. Uh, they have a nautical theme, and anyway, it's like a pub sort of thing. Uh, well, they have a menu, and they have their Gardein menu. Gardein is a, a brand of meatless meat, and their Gardein menu is vegetarian. Then they will strip things away from the vegetarian entrees and make them vegan. They won't add anything in. They'll take off the cheese. They'll take out the dressing. They won't put a new dressing on it, and they won't put in Daya cheese. For instance, their salad, this salad that has haunted my very existence. Two weeks, three, four weeks ago, I go there with John Limbacher to the yard house. I order this salad. They mess it up. It's on their vegan menu, and they mess it up. They put non-vegan dressing in it. By the time it gets sent back and I get my new salad, everybody is done eating, and it's just a big inconvenience. So I let them know about this. So they give me a $50 gift certificate. So over the weekend, Steve and I decide to go. 
So we go. I get I get the salad. Uh, and what do you suppose happens? Halfway, not even about a quarter way through the salad, I see little shreds of cheese. And I call our handsome waiter, Ewan, and I say, Ewan, I thought that you guys didn't have vegan cheese. He's all, well, I think maybe, I don't, no, I don't think we do. And I'm all, then what is this? Oh, oh, I, I, I ordered that off the vegetarian menu. And I'm all, well, that's not the same as vegan, is it? So I send it back. Steve is now done. Again, the same scenario. So the manager comes out, comps the whole table. Me and Steve comps our whole meal. Uh, and, of course, I told him, I said, you know, it's, it's not that big of a deal, but I appreciate you guys are going trying to have a vegan menu. But if you having a vegan and a vegetarian menu is too confusing for your staff, then just have a vegan menu because vegetarians can eat vegan. And how about instead of penalizing us and telling us what good things you're going to take out of your entrees and then serve to us, you find a way to add good things back in. You know, there's vegan cheese, there's vegan dressings. And so this company, they're trying, but they're just, it's a half-assed effort. And, you know, I hate when companies do that. They're obviously just trying to woo in vegans and they're not giving us anything that's decent. Appetizers. We can have a pretzel or some deep-fried garden nuggets, and that's it. That's what we get. Or guacamole and chips. That's, that's it. You know, salads, they take off the dressings. They take out the cheese. Burgers, they take off the mayonnaise. They don't put anything else back on it. So that's ridiculous to me. If you're going to do something, for the love of God, do it. Don't half-ass it and have someone running the place and someone in the kitchen and have your servers with a little intelligence where when a customer says vegan, you don't bring it with cheese on it. Anyway, okay, that's my, that's my little rant about that. You know, they're trying, but it's half-ass. And I mean, I don't want to say why bother, but get it right. Your whole job is food service. I've been there twice. I've ordered the exact same thing the exact same way. Gardein, barbecue, chicken, salad, vegan. And each time you've served it wrong. Once with the dressing, which isn't vegan, now with the cheese. Oh, and when they brought mine to go yesterday, when they said, well, here, we'll, have, we'll get you one to go, had the manager not looked in and realized it, they left the Gardein chicken off the to-go salad. So they got that wrong. And had he not noticed, then, of course, I left the salad in the car with Steve. And I never got to eat that salad at all. Thank you, Yard House. You know, I mean, I guess I'll try to go back again, but wretched experience both times. because. And even Steve said, they always ruin your dinner here. Steve said that yesterday. He goes, why do they ruin your dinner just because you're a vegan? I go, every restaurant tries to ruin my dinner because I'm a vegan. He goes, they do, don't they? They make it come out last. It always comes out wrong. It's like, they're, they're, it's a restaurant. It's a kitchen. They should know how to, I said, oh, I know. Believe me, I, I know. Uh, and you know, yesterday, if I had a milk allergy, we all have milk allergies. I have diarrhea this morning. I told the guy I would and I do. You know, that's what happens if you don't eat dairy and then suddenly you eat even a little bit of dairy. You're going to get diarrhea because the human body does not like cow's milk. It's allergic to it. So that was a lovely morning. Thank you, Yard House. And I, it was great they comped our meal and stuff, but what did they comp for me, really? I shared the guac and, and with Steve, 
and I had some of the Guardian appetizer, and that was my lunch because the salad was messed up. And I only drank iced tea, so they caught me an iced tea and a half of two appetizers. Thanks. Thank you for, for giving me diarrhea and everything. Thank you. Uh, anyway, you know, get your, get your stuff together. Get it together, Yard House. Get it together. It ain't hard. Your kitchen should know. Your servers should know. Everyone should know. And stop with the confusing menu. We have a vegetarian. We have a vegan. Just make it all vegan. Get some diet cheese. Get some actually vegan dressing. They have vegan Southwest Chipotle dressing, you morons. Anyway, sorry. Uh, it is the Queen's funeral today. I sniped a few people online. Someone said, you know, the royals cost us $112 million a year. And I thought, that's it? Really? The royals? That's all they cost. They bring all this tourism to Europe, Buckingham Palace, all of it. How much money do the royals make for Great Britain? Because there's 66 million people in Great Britain, and if the royals cost 120 million, that ain't but two bucks a person. So for two bucks a person, they're getting a PR tool that brings millions, money, just much more than 160 million in tourism into their country, and they're bitching. Why? Because all people do now is bitch. Meghan Markle, they're bitching all day about Meghan Markle. Half of Twitter is bitching that they don't like the way her and Harry are being shunned. The other half are bitching that she's a bitch and a this and a that. They never met her. The people on Twitter that are tweeting derogatory things about Meghan Markle never once met her, so they're just racist. From Pierce Morgan and Sharon Osbourne, Sharon Osbourne is a huge racist. I'm glad she was fired off that show. Today she was with Piers Morgan picking on Meghan Markle again. Get a life, Sharon. You old wench. What an old wench she is. She's turned into a racist old wench. God. You know what? The Royals are a great PR tool for Britain. They are. We all, I've been to Buckingham. You know, you pay your money, you go to Buckingham, you get your paraffin, you know, you get your stuff in the shops. People go there to participate in royal activities. They're, they pull in a huge amount of money for that country. Now, the politics of it, whether they should, I mean, today just showed how archaic this all is. The breaking of the, of the ruling stick and putting it on her coffin to show you no longer have allegiance. And yes, these are hundreds and hundreds of years old, you know, traditions. But not all traditions are bad. I kept thinking of alcohol when I saw the queen's coffin because of her crown. It looks like, what is it, Chambord or something? It, crown Royal, it's, it's a round bottle with a little cross on top. And it looks like her crown. And so I just thought, well, they're sending her off with booze, which why not? Uh, I really did. I thought, well, they're sending her off with booze because <laughs> look at her crown on top. Uh, so all it shows is how divided we are. Only 15% of Europe disapproves of the royals. Only 15%. 85% are for it. But if you read Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you would think half, just 33 million of them hate the royals. They don't. Now, there's great uh, upset in our country because Puerto Rico, excuse me, Puerto Rico, one of our territories, got slammed by a hurricane. Uh, underwater, no power. That's terrible. That's horrible. Either build hurricane-resistant housing or move. How come we can't get to say that to Puerto Rico? 
Either build stuff that's going to withstand these storms or stop asking me to rescue you and feel sorry for you every time one of these storms, which are bound to happen, uh, come through. You live in a hurricane alley. And when hurricanes hit you, we are all supposed to stop and care. I can, I care. I want everyone that needs medical help to get it. I want everyone that needs food to, and water to get it. But, you know, having to rescue you once, okay, twice, okay, three times, okay. But having to rescue you like five, ten times now because hurricanes keep hitting you, make hurricane-resistant housing, cities, power grids, or move off the island. I had this conversation with my niece this morning. You know, we got to stop acting like the Southwest, Pacific Southwest, is a place for Americans to live. We have to stop acting like Tucson, Phoenix, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, like these are places for people to inhabit. They're not. We now have to move north in the United States. And no one's doing it. Not one governor is encouraging people to move upwards in the state. No one, because then we abandon. Yes, we are going to have to pretty much abandon the Pacific Southwest. There can be cities out here, but not nearly the cities there are now. The huge cities, Las Vegas, all of that, has to move. Like it or not, Las Vegas has to move. It will be a ghost town one day. Temperatures will be over 100 like all the time. And there's no water. So I'm going to move north, hopefully, within the next five years. Because that's where you got to move. I don't have the luxury of saying, oh, I want to move to Florida. Or I'd like to move. No, when I move again, it has to be where the planet wants me to. And that's north. So I will be. Why isn't everybody else? You know, why aren't we all paying attention to what the planet wants us to do because no one is inspiring us to. No one is telling us we have to. No one is going to make us. And so we're going to stay living in the Southwest. We're going to stay living in Las Vegas. We're going to stay occupying places we shouldn't and be screaming to fix the problems. Oh, fix the drought. Fix the drought. Bring, bring water here from the Mississippi. Desalinization plants. No move. Why is that never an alternative? Move. You know, move. Puerto Rico, Haiti, hit again by a hurricane. Help us, help us. Okay, we'll help you. We'll help you move. Well, where would we go? Someplace where you're not going to be hit by a hurricane unless you can build to withstand it. Build houses that withstand it, businesses that withstand it, and a power grid. It's like in the United States. We don't have power grids that will withstand fires, extreme heat. And yet, that's all we're having is fires and extreme heat. But we don't have a power grid. Build it. I don't feel bad for power companies saying, oh, you've got to conserve energy. No, I don't. There is more free energy in one day from the sun than the earth will use in its lifetime. So you're telling me that I need to conserve energy right when it's the, the time I need it the most. Why? There is enough energy to power everything I need. You, the power company, just haven't prepared for it. Texas, not prepared. Florida, not prepared. Pacific Southwest, not prepared. Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, not prepared. 
We live in areas that are not prepared for the weather that is heaped upon them and then scream calamity and catastrophe when it happens. New Orleans has done very little. When it happens again in New Orleans, I'm kind of not going to care. I mean, no offense. I, I will care and I will want them rescued and saved and all of that. But in my heart of hearts, I'll be like, you're a bunch of morons for living there. And you are. If you buy a house in New Orleans right now, you're an idiot. Unless you buy it, well, no, anywhere, just anywhere. Because the ocean is going to come in. And I mean, that's going to happen. Storms are going or are getting worse. It will be battered. It's going to happen. So if you buy a house in New Orleans that won't withstand a hurricane, you're an idiot. If you buy a house in California that won't withstand a large earthquake, you're stupid. And here in Las Vegas or the Pacific Southwest, if you buy a house that doesn't generate its own power and have some sort of gray water system, you're stupid. I was stupid. I didn't know that I would, you know, I would have never bought where an HOA is preventing me from going solar, and they are. I would have never done that. I would have bought someplace where I could go solar, where I could put gray water in. We're just acting like we don't have to adapt, like we don't have to change anything that we do, even though everything's changing. There's going to be more hurricanes and stronger. Guess what, Puerto Rico? Make buildings, infrastructure that will withstand it or relocate. The whole island, everybody. Other island nations have already done it. You might need to as well. Houston, Texas, New Orleans, Miami, Florida, Los Angeles, Las Vegas. Uh, time to think about moving your population elsewhere. The planet doesn't want you here. Stop trying to make the planet want you in a place that it doesn't. It's not going to. God, humans are so like, I want to go live in places that don't want me. I want to go live on Mars. Mars doesn't want you. How do I know? There's no oxygen. There's no <laughs> Mars is not a place we should go be looking to live. I don't know why we're so busy, you know, just boom, boom, Mars. Mars is inhospitable. It has no oxygen. It's, it's nothing. We need to find a different planet. That is not our hope. So move. Either build for the weather or get out. But stop having catastrophes happen to you, then not building for the weather, and then another catastrophe happens to you, and then we all have to feel badly again. Why? Because we, we can, because we're human, because we should. So the queen is buried. The Brits should just get over that they have to pay for the royals. The royals are a great PR thing. Uh, and 120 million bucks a year, that ain't nothing. They bring that in. Uh, what else? I want to talk about, I heard a great saying this weekend. Not my circus, not my monkeys. And it was referring to someone that was spinning out of control. Uh, and when I was consulting a person about this person spinning out of control, they said, look, not my circus, not my monkeys. And I thought, what a stress-relieving phrase that is. You know? what a Because so many of us get involved. That's all social media is. If everyone on social media kept to their circus and their monkeys, what a marvelous world it would be. Everyone nowadays comments, fights, and argues about things that aren't their circus and aren't their monkeys. But they got something to say about it. You know, when you learn, and what that saying says is there are things you have to let go, that you can't bring that worry into your life. You know, Friday I spoke truth to power. I spoke about how Donald Trump 
Ron DeSantis, Greg Abbott. These are, these are horrific felons and criminals. And now the GOP MAGA is going Nazis. They're, they've, they're doing the one-armed salute, all of it. They're all, they're all Nazis. This is all happening again. And Abbott and DeSantis, who gave out fake flyers that promised things that weren't true, that is literally kidnapping. That is like, would you like some candy? Get into the van. They literally did that to children and men and women, and they are not in jail today. Trump, not in jail today, out doing rallies. And when I, this morning I told my niece, I said, this is depressing me more than you know. That these people are human trafficking in plain view. Because it means we are now accepting a level of lawlessness that means we truly are losing our democracy. It's no longer a saying. It's no longer a phrase. We are literally losing the United States in my lifetime. I'm watching the end of the United States. When a country allows its governors to commit human trafficking without any repercussion, you've lost the country. And I mean, just right there, we've lost, you know, Biden, who said the pandemic is over, it's not. It's not 50 people, 40 people, no, 600 people a day still die of COVID and in the United States, and thousands a day are still infected. The pandemic is far from over. I don't know if Biden was having a senior, a senior moment or what, but it's far from over. And fall, it's going to get worse. It's going to get much worse in the fall. So Biden, was that statement, I was angry at him for that. I was like, you ought to be commenting about DeSantis. You ought to be commenting about Greg Abbott. You ought to be calling these people out as human traffickers and saying you're instructing the Justice Department to look into investigations against them. That's what you should be saying. Instead, you're saying a pandemic's basically over. It ain't over. The CDC has not said it's over. And I'm sorry, Joe Biden, you don't get to declare it over. The virus determines when it's over, and it ain't over. So that upset me. Pandemic's over. It ain't over. Words have meaning. Didn't you know you're the president? Today, uh, Gavin Newsom insiders say he'll run for president if Biden doesn't. I am his friend. Okay? I am, I like text, I texted him yesterday to talk about DeSantis. I won't tell you what he said because I am his friend, but he, I will tell you, he is as outraged about it as, as anybody else. But I, I was telling him how I feel that DeSantis should be criminally prosecuted and all of that. But I said, are you going to run for president in 2024? You know, are you? And his response was, we have a president and he's going to, you know, he's going to seek office again. So Gavin is not sitting around thinking about running for president. He's not. You'll see the news stories today from close insiders saying he is. He's not. He's interested in running California right now. He really is. You know, if there were a vacancy and Biden says he's not going to run and they needed a candidate, he is polling very, very well. So would he be the candidate? Maybe. But is he actively out, you know, looking to run for president? I No, he's not. Although I, I don't think he'd say something that would piss me off like Biden did. Pandemic's over. Screw you. I'm about to go get another booster shot here in two weeks. I'm still wearing a mask everywhere, telling me the pandemic's over because everyone quit. He's, he's making a concession to the idiocy of America because Americans have refused to actually act like there's a pandemic. He's just decided to say it's over. It ain't over. Go to Japan. Oh, wait, you can't. 
you still cannot travel to Japan if you're just a casual tourist. Other countries are still treating this like the pandemic that it is. Biden, all pandemic's over, pandemic's over. No, it ain't. So what did I want to talk about today? The Queen's funeral. I'm sad to see her go. I think Charles is a doddering old fool. Uh, and I, I'm sad, you know, to see Queen Elizabeth as a public figure not be a public figure anymore. I'm sad about that. And there's something to be said for 70 years waking up every single day of your life to do your job without complaint. Every day for 70 years, no weekends off. She was always the queen, like me. Every day for 70 years, she did her job without question, without fail, and without com public complaint. How many of you know an employee that has done their job for 70 years, a job they didn't want, a job they didn't seek, a job that they were forced into, that she then did every day for 70 years? How many of you? That's dedication. And whether you liked her policies or, look, they, the British Empire was no friend to the gays, and Elizabeth never once publicly made her stance on gays public. She acknowledged things like same-sex marriage, and she said we've come a long way and all that, but she never really went into length about how she felt about gays and lesbians. Gay men and women who knew her said she was fine with it, she wanted to understand it more and all of that, but she never did that publicly. So it's not like I'm some huge, like, oh, my God, the queen. I don't have her photo on the wall or anything. She was just someone who did her job for 70 years. There's, some, there's, there's merit in that. There's a lesson in that, in that kind of dedication. National pride. She loved England. So, yes, it's the end of an era. And if we took 10 days to mourn her, oh, well. And if her story was the top, and, and you know what? Her dying is bigger news than a hurricane hitting Puerto Rico. For all of you that are screaming, why isn't the Puerto Rican hurricane making news ahead of the Queen's funeral? Because a monarch dying after 70 years of service is bigger news than a hurricane hitting an island that's always hit by hurricanes. It's like saying there was a California earthquake. Well, well, people died. Yep. Or, oh, there's a California wildfire. Yep. Uh, really? So there'll be things that are more, that take precedent in the headlines over that. Unfortunately, it's like mass shootings. Mass shootings should be the top headline, and but they're not. They're like page 10 now. Well, unless it's, you know, Uvalde or, or others. So there's something to be said today as the queen is laid to rest about service to your country. You know, and the royals, I don't know why everyone's mad at them. All they're doing is pledging service to the people, to the country, to this. Harry is so handsome. Oh, dear God, he was in all of his suit today and everything. Oh, my God, that Prince Harry. Oh, my God, screw William. No, screw Harry. Oh, God. He's so, Megan, and she's beautiful, Megan Markle. They are a fabulous couple, Megan and Harry. I'm glad they live here now. England doesn't deserve them. They're a great couple. Come home, Harry, Megan and Harry. We love you here. We don't care that you're half black. But one of you. <laughs> Unless there's something about Harry that Diana wants us to know. So we talked to the queen. We talked about my yard house experience. I really hate that. I hate that corporations are, oh, yeah, we have vegan options. And then it's like, no, you don't. This is not a vegan. Like, yeah, a piece of lettuce with a tomato on top of it. Thanks. 
you know, they act like vegans or lepers or something like, oh, you should be grateful we've got something on the menu for you. <laughs> really, I should be grateful. I was basically, yesterday, you know, that was sort of the mood. Well, yeah, we have many things now, you know. I mean, we're really trying. No, you're not. You have four entrees, and, and all you do is take stuff out of your other entrees. You don't replace the cheese with a vegan cheese. You don't replace the sauces with vegan sauces. You just take them out. That ain't, what is that? Uh, and the thing really, not my, not my circus, not my monkeys, so that's been sticking with me. Ah, but now this morning, the, when there was drama, I was like, oh, no. See, now when you come upon drama, you just need to look at it and go, oh, not my circus, not my monkeys. You need to just, that way you can just walk away from the drama. It's a great line to walk away from drama. And today, there's so much drama around everywhere. When you're on social media, if something is about to upset you, ask if, you're, if it's your circus. If it's not, why are you getting upset? Why are you getting upset about not your circus, not your monkeys? Someone else's monkeys are misbehaving. Well, why are you upset about that? Let them take care of their monkeys. You know? It's like Biden should be taking care of the Senate and the Congress. Robert should be taking care of the Supreme Court. Robert should be throwing Clarence Thomas off. The Chief Justice should have already called for an impeachment hearing against I know the Senate has to do that, but he should be on board with it. That's his circus. Those are his monkeys. You know? All right. I am Carell. You be who you want to be. So long. It doesn't hurt anybody, <laughs> including monkeys. <laughs> we are, <we're laughs> I don't want you to hurt any monkeys. I just want you to only care about your own. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Carell Cast app free at the app store of your choice now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.